0: Welcome back to this mini-series on the Inner Healer Archetypes. The first archetype that we're going to discuss and dive into is the Three-Eyed Raven. So I want you to close your eyes for a moment as long as that's safe for you to do wherever you are, and I want you to see what images come to mind for you when you think about the Three-Eyed Raven. What do you intuitively feel? What does this mean to you? What energy does a three-eyed raven give off? As you reflect on this and you start to get your own intuitive hits and downloads and the three-eyed raven, I want you to also think if you declared, you can open your eyes up now, but if you declared, I am the three-eyed raven. Today, I embody the energy of the three-eyed raven. How would you act? How would you show up? What self-healing would you be drawn to? So whatever answers come up, they're right. This is unique for each of us, but I want to go through some of the traits, strengths, challenges, and goddess energies of the Three-Eyed Raven that have come through for me. So the Three-Eyed Raven, her traits are to love consulting with her healing tribe. She likes to glean all the latest tips and tricks for healing. So when you are embodying your three-eyed raven, you might post in a Facebook group and say something like, I'm thinking of buying a new water filter. What does everyone else use? What do you, What water filter do you use? Do you use the Berkey? Do you use the Zero water filter? And she's gleaning all this information from her tribe, from her community to see what is working for everybody else. So she starts to gather information. She might also read multiple articles and see where are their common trends or themes within those articles and start to gather that information like like a harvester, like the woman that is in the field gathering berries up or something, uh, some some sort of um, tool or food or resource. She's gathering, gathering, gathering. The Three-Eyed Raven is also when we like to write down protocols and weigh out our options before we dive into anything or recommend anything right away. So this can come out through you as a coach or you as healing yourself. And you may be really drawn to more of this masculine energy of like step-by-step protocol, um, doing the research before you make a decision, uh, maybe you've been hearing all these things about the autoimmune paleo protocol or the AIP diet, but you've also heard some really good things about keto and weight loss, or you've been hearing everyone talk about <laughs> celery juice in the medical medium, but you don't know what's going to be best for you. So the Three-Eyed Raven consults. She asks her team, a team of healthcare practitioners, her, her tribe, her, her medical team, her support team, her healing team. And then she writes all these thoughts out before she dives in. And She doesn't have to, to physically, literally write them out, but she at least kind of gathers all of the different potential paths for herself before she makes a decision. So she's not one to to jump in to make a decision, which can also benefit her. So her strengths, and when we all embody the three-eyed raven within us, we, we are full of knowledge and information, not only from that research and gleaning information and, and consulting with our tribe, but also from our personal experience. So again, gleaning information from articles, from your favorite people on social media that you follow, from asking questions of your community, but also through your own experience with chronic illness. And you have more information in that filing cabinet of your brain than you think. So this is one of the Three-Eyed Raven's strengths that she has gathered lots and lots of information, but we also have to remember that we have all of that within us. Sometimes we forget. So Certainly a strength, but it can also be something that we just forget. The Three-Eyed Raven also gets a lot of signs from the universe. And it's important for us to keep an eye out for them. And we can even ask for signs. We can, we can ask the universe, please, please give me a sign. And whether that is a raven falling, not falling, flying through the sky, uh, literally the three eyed raven flying through the sky, but it could also be a, a blue butterfly or seeing angel numbers on a clock or eleven eleven on the clock or five 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 on a license plate. The universe is always communicating with you. So watch out for those signs. Ask for the signs when you're feeling like you do need more guidance or you're unsure about making a decision. Know that you can always tap in to this inner knowing and connection to the universe. The Three-Eyed Raven also goes through this as we all do, but the, the the three-eyed raven goes through cycles and through rhythms, and she is powerfully connected and tapped into them. So she can actually utilize these natural rhythms, flows, cycle of the earth and planets in her body in a super powerful way. So when she tunes into that, she is super powerful as a healer. So if you are a woman listening, as most of you are, you can use the natural flow of your menstrual cycle. If you're postmenopausal, you can also use the cycles of the moon. So for example, I'm just gonna break this down because a three-eyed raven, she needs to know about this. She needs to know that she can utilize these different cycles and make them her strength. Because if she's not aware, she might not be using this to its full potential. So for example, I'll go through menstruation and how the moons associate as well. So the first would be, first stage would be menstruation. This is associated primarily with the new moons. So that's when the sky is dark and the, the sky is not as lit up with the moons. So the new moon or menstruation. And at this point, she wants to tap into to self-care. Her energy is the lowest and and you might feel tired or you might want to withdraw and it's okay to honor this. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's in this part of life, in this, this particular part of a cycle we go through over and over and over again, that we don't want to force anything. So the new moon is also this time to set new strong intentions and it is in this place of the new moon energy or menstruation energy that we get to step back from the doing and instead create the intention of what is to come but we don't have to jump on it quite yet. This is also known as the white moon cycle so you might naturally If you track your cycles, you might notice you might naturally cycle with the new moon, meaning that you bleed on the new moon and you ovulate on the full moon. This is the most uh, common cycle, the white moon cycle. But sometimes women are, on, are the opposite, and I fall into that category, and we flow with a red moon cycle. In this case, your menstruation would be on the full, full moon, um, excuse me, your menstruation would be on, yes, the full, the full moon, not the new moon. So white moon cycle, period, on the new moon. Red moon cycle, period, on the full moon. And I think this is super interesting because women who experience the red moon cycle, like myself, have historically been thought to be healers, wise women, medicine women. They had the opposite cycle so that they could take care of other women who were on their period at that time. So, for example, new moon, I'm ovulating. I'm feeling like good. I'm glowing, and where as many other women are, are on the white moon cycle and they're menstruating during that time. So it allowed. Other women within the communities to be able to provide support and care and nurturing. It's also associated this the red moon cycle with being a, being connected and drawn to other areas of creation other than than children, um, motherhood, getting pregnant, and instead maybe your creation energy is more focused on art, your business, being a coach. Um, even yourself and just in in kind of coaching yourself going through your own personal transformation. So there's so much to dive into here and this could be a whole nother episode but the three-eyed raven wants to utilize these different energies and so when she is menstruating or during the new moon again if you're post-menopausal take time for yourself. Let yourself go through rhythm, go through cycle like a dance. The beat is not always up, 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 high, high, high. We go through these these melodies and then the song breaks and we want to be able to honor that within ourselves. The next phase that the three-eyed raven would, would fall into in experience is the follicular phase. This is related to our menstrual cycle, and it is right, right after uh, menstruation, and our body starts to release um, from its follicle in your ovary an egg, and we're starting to build towards that actual release. And you feel a boost of energy and you may feel more assertive and more willing to take risks. You might start a new project, make a big decision. All of that kind of intention setting you just experienced in the menstruation or new moon phase, you're like, okay, I'm ready to act on this now. I set this strong intention, now let's go. Like, get it, girl. And this is the energy of problem solving, of decision making, of physical activity. You wanna get outside and you wanna play with the world, like the energy starts to get boosted and um, things might change. You might start something new. And then that leads into ovulation. And again, for the white moon cycle, this is going to be the full moon. You're ovulating on the full moon. The red moon cycle, this is going to be opposite. So it's actually ovulating on the new moon. And again, I fall into the second category personally, but this is when the egg Actually, does get released from its follicle, and it sur- survives from 24. To, excuse me, 12 to 24 hours. Uh, and during this time, it's a little bit shorter period um, compared to some of the length of other uh, phases of this cycle. But during this time, your sex drive is at its highest. You feel good. You do glow. It's it's a good time for date night, and if you're not dating anybody, then it's time for taking yourself out on a date and self care and 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 self pleasure. Taking your salt bath and rubbing essential oils on your body and stepping into your power, sharing your light with the world because your energy is at its highest, and it's a time to let go of what no longer serves you so you can be in that true power. So the full moon is kind of this reminder of like, okay, the new moon, we set all these intentions. Now we're at this complete opposite end uh, uh, side of the spectrum here where now the, the sky is lit up and it's bright and it's glowing. And it's a time for us to reflect on, which of those intentions have we followed through to completion and which ones maybe do we change our mind on or we haven't gotten to yet. So there's just this energy of reflection and then releasing what you don't need because even what you set on the new moon or menstruation cycle, you might change your mind and realize that you want to set a different intention. So full moon, letting go, releasing, being in your fiery power and sharing that light with the world. And then that leads me to the, the last of the four phases of our menstrual cycle, which is the luteal phase. And this is a, an extended period of time for, for, I shouldn't say most, but if you look at like the standard 28-day cycle, that's going to be the longest part of that 28-day cycle if you flow in that length of time. But we're all different and our bodies are so unique and, and powerful as fuck. So if it's not the longest for you, that's okay. Luteal phase is when we begin to wind down. So we just came off this high of like, I am goddess, hear me roar. And it's now a time for nesting to check things off our to-do list, to kind of get things into order, um, do your your daily tasks. Uh, You may also experience cravings. Uh, This is when, if you do experience any sort of PMS symptoms, this is when they typically show up uh, there's digestive stuff that can wrestle up. Our mood can go through different changes. We can feel emotional and not in a negative way, not in a weak way, in a powerful way. It's important for us to have this phase of our cycle so that we can tap into our emotions. It's like our energy is so high and just brilliant during full moon or ovulation that we, 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 we come off that high a little bit but it's not this like dark hole we have to fall into. Instead, it's this beautiful place of just like feeling the world, feeling ourselves, noticing what doesn't feel good. What what messages is my body trying to send me right now? What is, what is this migraine pain? What is this headache pain? What's the deeper messages here? And then checking those things off the to-do list and like feeling like, yeah, I got shit done today. It's a good time too to eat healthy foods, be aware of, of how you're nourishing and feeding your body to rest as you need it because sometimes the emotions come up and they, they kind of take us out. It's like, whoa, I was just feeling so fiery, Katniss energy, girl on fire. Now I realize that like I, I'm experiencing this grief, or some sadness, or some frustration. So honor that, and, and notice when you might need rest in this in this phase as part of your cycle. And then balancing the yin and the yang, and that can also be translated into the feminine and the masculine. And it's a time for us to be able to reflect and honor. How are we showing up in a masculine way where we're creating and doing and going, and creating structure and frameworks versus honoring our feminine, which is flowing and creative and, and luscious and sexual. And, and just allowing those energies to come into this, this fine balance that allows us to feel grounded in our, in our physical body as well. So we want to work on the energy body in order to have effects in the physical body so three-eyed raven is is when she's in her power is tapped into these natural cycles and rhythms and when we are tapped into so basically when you're noticing my energy's low i'm on, on a period i need to withdraw from the world for a day that's okay and then during the full moon or ovulation it's like yes I'm about to speak up and open my throat chakra and speak my truth because I'm electric. My energy is on fire. That is when you can be your your best inner healer, your most powerful inner healer because you're noticing your body. There's this fine awareness, this delicate awareness, this this very uh, specific awareness of the body that's noticing the more subtle changes within you as a human being. The Three-Eyed Raven is also the consultant. She seeks others' advice, as we've discussed, which is both a strength but can also be a a challenge as well. So let's talk about the challenges for the Three-Eyed Raven. So if this is your strongest inner healer that you got on the quiz, these these challenges might wrestle up for you a lot. If the Three-Eyed Raven is your, your shadow archetype, then. You may not resonate with these challenges as much, but everything I just said before about phases, that's where you really want to challenge yourself to step into honoring those cycles because that might not be so inherent for you. So challenges. Challenges for the Three-Eyed Raven are really just it's it's needing time in nature to recharge and making sure that you're actually getting outside. So if the three-eyed raven lives in a the 30th floor of a high-rise building in New York City, that could be really challenging for her because she needs that recharge. She needs to get away from the hustle and bustle. She needs to get away from all of her, her guides that she's getting all this information from and gathering from her, her team and able to recharge on her own. So getting into nature in a place that is quiet and is still allows her to then connect back into herself and what her truth is, not just what everyone else is saying outside of herself. So, Because as a Three-Eyed Raven, we are so connected to the flow and cycle of Mother Earth and the energy around us, it also makes it important to get outside and just connect to that energy so that we can charge ourselves up with it and utilize it within that flow, within that rhythm. Another challenge of the Three-Eyed Raven is, is simply having a hard time taking that leap of faith and putting your trust into the process, basically Surrender. Okay. So notice when you depend too much on other people's opinion and advice and feedback and like, what does everyone else think? Or what does so-and-so think about this? I'm not going to make a decision until I figure out what she or he thinks. Remember that you are a powerful healer in your own right. Trust yourself. Surrender. Build your self-confidence so that you can stand in your truth and not always need that outside justification and uh, nurturing. Not that it's always a bad thing because it makes you um, really open-minded. You're gathering all this information. You're a little library within yourself, but if you... Don't step away from that, get outside, recharge, and also don't trust yourself and surrender sometimes just to, to your own truth, then we can get so foggy and, and, and full with everyone else's opinion that it's hard to find your own clarity. The goddesses that the three-eyed raven embodies or the, the essences of this god, of this archetype that are related to goddess energy are goddess Sedna. And Sedna is the goddess of infinite supply. She says you are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows. So the three-eyed raven just needs to remember that, that that there is infinite potential, infinite supply always available to her. And she taps into it by asking other people uh, for or, or not, not, not always asking, but just gathering resources, information, becoming that library. And so when she's maybe feeling down, she's tired, she's exhausted, she's in that more of that retreat and rest phase of her cycle, then it's important for her to not forget, to, to, to remember that she still has this whole library. So Sedna is there to remind the three eyed raven that, that there is an infinite supply that she always is enough, will have enough. She is taken care of. Life is happening for her. The other goddess energy that shows up in this archetype is goddess Aine, A-I-N-E. And she is the the leap of faith guide. So we've talked about this, that sometimes it's hard for the three-eyed raven to take that leap of faith. So this goddess shows up to support us. We can ask goddess Ain to help us take that leap of faith and know that we have our confidence within ourselves and we don't always have to look outside of ourselves. She says, take a risk and put your heart's true desire into action. So risk taking is okay. Even though the three-eyed raven often is a little slower to make decisions, She has the wisdom, she has that inner healer within her to just make the decision on her own. So take that action, take that leap of faith, take that risk. Other goddess energy here is goddess Cordelia, and she is the goddess of the outdoors. And she says, go outside. She says, you have been indoors for too long. Go outside, get some fresh air. If you find yourself working inside all day, um, living in a climate where winters are long, winters are gray, and you're not getting outside, find a way to lovingly get outside. You don't have to torture yourself and go into a lake that's, you know, negative five degrees and jump in or anything, but get outside, bundle up, go sit on your front porch, go walk around the block one time. In the summertime, this is much easier, but at least at the time of recording this podcast, it's starting to get cold most places in in the US. And so encourage yourself, support yourself in creating this practice outside and getting outside, breathing in that fresh air so that you can also sync your cycle with mother nature. If you didn't resonate above with uh cycling your menstrual cycle with the cycles of the moon there's ways to intentionally create that and one of the top ways to cycle with with the moon is to get outside because traditionally the reason we have this cycle with the moon is because of the, of the light and how that light energy affects us as human beings. And when we used to sleep underneath the stars, we were so affected by the energy of the moon because we slept underneath it. Now we're inside, we have lights on at 10 o'clock at night, and there's a lot of artificial light. So we're not as tapped into the natural cycle of the earth and the moon and, and the universe. So goddess Cordelia says, go outside, girlfriend. The last goddess energy here is goddess Maeve. She's the goddess of cycles and rhythms. She says, honor the cycles of your body, your energy levels, and your emotions. And so just like we were talking about, how can you honor these natural cycles of your body? Notice the subtle changes in your energy. Are you tired? Okay, don't force it. You don't have to do that Instagram post or you're allowed to cancel plans and stay in on a Saturday night. And she's also bringing in this energy of emotion. So we, we tap into more of this subtle changes, shifts in our emotions, honoring both the positive and the negative emotions, knowing that one is not better than the other, that as human beings, we experience the full range. We experience the entire rainbow, right? <laughs> that reminds me of the Skittles commercials that say, say, it used to say, taste the rainbow. Now, don't go buy Skittles, but please taste the rainbow of emotions over here so that you're letting yourself not judge yourself or criticize yourself for feeling afraid or for feeling sad or for being in a funk, but instead allowing yourself to move through that by not shoving it away, burying it anywhere, and instead noticing it, sitting with it, and then choosing to shift out of it and to change it into something more positive, but not without noticing it and honoring it first. So those are the goddess energies that are showing up in this archetype. And I want to just Leave you with a few questions to think about here. So, if again, if whether that three eyed raven is your shadow archetype or it is more of the archetype that you fall into more uh, naturally, I want you to ask how would you speak? How would you act? How would you receive? How would you show up in every area of your life if you embodied more of the three eyed raven? What actions would you take in your life as a three eyed raven? How would you love yourself as a Three-Eyed Raven? And then bring your inner Three-Eyed Raven. Again, I mentioned this in the introduction episode. We all have each of these inner inner healer archetypes within us. So bring your Three-Eyed Raven in front of you. She can look however you want to draw her in your mind today. And as she comes in front of you, ask her, how can she support you today? Or how can you, Three-Eyed Raven, support me today? What parts of her essence and her characteristics and her traits and her energy would be helpful to you that maybe you haven't fully tapped into? And are there parts of this archetype that need to be healed? Notice that too. What parts of this energy do you stray away from? Do you feel like are more part of your shadow that you bury down or that you ignore? And how can we heal parts of this archetype as well? So the three-eyed raven works in the mind. She is cerebral. cerebral. She is three-dimensional and she is here to support you today. So ask her, how can you support me today? And how can you support her today? And work in this beautiful partnership. Oh, beautiful, my friends. So let me know what, what ahas you might have had during today's episode on the Three-Eyed Raven. And I can't wait to share more with you in the next few episodes as we tap into all of the other inner healer archetypes and all of the traits, characteristics, challenges, strength, and goddess energy that they all embody as well. So I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanna make sure you know about my core course called the Healing Activation Portal. The course begins December 10th, but the cart is open now and we are currently enrolling. The women already that have registered for this course are so excited and I am so honored and thrilled to have them in this experience. So it is 30 days of guided energy healings that include meditation, vibrational medicine, and deep, deep soul work. This is going, truly going, beyond food to work on the soul level, which means we are going to be reprogramming our brains. And research now shows is that mindfulness practices can rewire our brain and change our response to stress and trauma. So if you are a woman out there who realizes that she is living in this survival mode, that she has this chronic low-grade level of stress or she's been through traumatic experiences or experienced just this trauma of illness in all of the doctors that she's seen, or the way that her body has responded to certain modalities, if that resonates with you, if you feel like, yes, I have the limiting beliefs, yes, I'm experiencing the stress, the trauma is here, maybe it even feels debilitating for you. I get fired up about this stuff, you guys. Maybe it feels debilitating for you. And I know what that feels like because For almost an entire year, I was having a panic attack every single day, and I did not want to live that way anymore. And so to have a solution that is not a medication, that is not a prescription drug, that can in fact shrink the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that is the stress response, and actually increase the size of the prefrontal cortex which is associated with higher order brain functions like awareness, concentration, decision making. That to me is incredible, it is so hopeful, and I've felt the effects of it where I have started to let go of some of the conventional practices that I did no, long, I no longer aligned with them and instead find a solution that was everything to me, a solution that effectively rewired my brain and regenerates neurons without causing my body harm. So I know that I don't come in and drop all the journal articles very often, but this message needs to be sent. This experience of 30 days of these guided healings, these guided meditations that I'm calling activations because they are so powerful. Are are literally meant to reprogram your brain and change your life so I hope that you might might join that you might take this leap of faith you might tap into that three-eyed raven and trust and surrender and know that, that something needs to change if you are in a place that doesn't feel good right now I want you to ask yourself what do I need to do to create this change and listen to your intuition your it's it's up to you, my friends. The intuition might be screaming yes, and it might be screaming no, but I want you to listen to it either way because I'm just holding space for everyone who's ready, who wants to say yes, who is looking for something that is going to take them deeper into their healing because this is not just a meditation where we say close your eyes and silence your mind. No way, Jose. It is much deeper than that. We are going to close our eyes And go into a portal that we come out on the other side of as a different person. Yes, you get to maintain all your amazing attributes, but let's get rid of the shit that is no longer serving us. Let's let go of the limiting beliefs and start to shift into a place where our brain and can support, our subconscious can support the conscious mind, the physical body on a whole different level that maybe it's not completely supporting in this moment of your life. If this is super interesting to you, even if it doesn't make perfect sense yet, and it's just got your mind going, holy shit, what if meditation could change my life? This is for you this is for you, my friends. I would love to see you inside. Again, it's called the Healing Activation Portal. I will drop a link to enroll in the show notes. We start December 10th. Follow along at your own pace or join us every day for these meditations that we'll be going through 30 consecutive days. I can't wait. What an amazing way to end your 2018 and enter your 2019 in your full freaking power. I love you. I'll see you for the next episode.